Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. We shall do Chotasubiro on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. When up more comes, Bamuaki. Are you in the E? Hey! You may take your seats. <laughs> it is, I'm walking the thin line between excitement and being utterly terrified. Yes. There's a thin line. Yeah, between excitement and terrified. Excitement that I have the opportunity to teach, right? And terrified that I have the opportunity to teach. It's amazing. Peculiar cluster, Germany! I send you greetings. I send you greetings. Hey! Odom the second. Jolie! Baby! Yeah. So a long time ago, before we started declaring that we are going to die at 1.20, my husband and I said, look, eh? Personally, I don't know if you go, then may I do what? If I go, then you do what? So I decided that 1.20, we have, because he turns 1.20 before me, a few months. Have the birthdays, what? Then we're like, okay, should we die in Feb, March, and we say bye to everyone, then we go to bed, hold hands, sleep, and go to the Lord. Hey! So I'm with you for life. We haven't yet started. Hey! Tulemu infancy. So while I'm there, hey, leading a class, guys, I lead a cluster. And in our cluster, we have an international location. And more are coming. But guess what? The journey started with a man of God. Hmm? Hmm. me, I would have been there either doing IT or become or electrical engineering, depending. Yeah, I'll tell you my story one day. Mm. All of them have done them. What software? I would have been the people behind there. What's up, Shadrach, all you guys there. Yeah, yeah, 
you're doing a great job, but that's not my calling. But today, Nina who teach others, Avana who disciple others, Avana who plant locations, Avana who are cluster leaders, Zenakanda. I have people who call me mommy. Why? Because Apostle Mose and Pastor Ari Do you understand? Do you know when you're there? Even when he told me to teach, I told him it's what the life. I went, I told him, eh, but he has seen something in me. I feel like the word significance is it's not it doesn't make sense properly. It really doesn't. Do you know when I said we went to came, when we came to your home and I said that I can die today. I really can. Kubanga mani that at my burial bantu banji they are going to say she did this he said this about me about what yes. I really can die and know that in Debulunji, even Malaika and Amara are well because Nina's spiritual children who are going to take care of them say, I can die. Thank you for giving me, like at this age of mine, which is maybe 25 or 26, 25, it doesn't matter. 25. That I can die at this young age and have left impact. So, even where am I speaking in Uganda? Our international people, yeah. Yeah, uh, everybody who's in the room and who's online. I ask even those who are online, just stand up where you are. Let's stand up and make, you know, this big, 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 big noise for a person, Pastor Ari. The only reason I'm not dying yet eh, is because I need you to see that through me there will be a million disciples. Yes. Mm. Mm. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. A million disciples that I can carry a dream like that, you people. And I'm saying it and not shaking. In fact, I'm saying it and I'm seeing coming to pass and I'm like, then after that, we need to add some more. Yeah, behavior. You may take your seats. Yeah. All this, of course, is impossible without God. Yeah, but God, everyone has their but God story. But God. Some lives have been spicy. Others haven't. The worst thing my husband has done is cut class. Yeah. Yeah. Ask me why he was cutting class. For mission of our Jonah's son. Yeah. Behavior. Others. Mm. I add the spice in the marriage. 
but God. Mm-hmm. You know how people were saying, but I get too much time, too little time. I'm like, well, the time is a lot. <laughs> The time is a lot. I've wel- I'm about to thank my auntie in the village. What? Bumpe Kindoza. Apmo said, take a keen interest in the Holy Spirit and the anointing. Take a keen interest. How do you take a keen interest in something? Just shout out those good answers. Keen interest. You pay attention. You study. You think about. You say, 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 I can't hear. You talk about it. Yes. You focus on it. Eh? Imagine if you had to take keen interest in a sugar ant. Yes, yes, yes. You're looking at it. You have to. You turn it round, you, 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 you read about it. Yeah, yeah. You read about it, you, you know. You use a magnifying glass. Because there are things that you're like, now the Holy Spirit. I have a question. When you think of the Holy Spirit, what comes to your heart and mind? Pictures, what comes to your heart and mind? Joy. Peace, love, fire. These things you are very quiet. I wasn't hearing you. Friend, creation, dove. I was hearing Doug. I was like, wow. <laughs> Comforter, friend, joy, love, peace. Hey. Falling, falling, come on. Hey. And Apmo said, What is life without falling? Hey. Yeah, yeah. We must fall just out of to live life. Because mm. what is life? We all have the Holy Spirit. All of us. If you're in this room and you have not yet given your life to Christ, yeah, there's an opportunity for you right now. So that I can say that sentence again, we all have the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. So if you're here and you haven't yet, just put up your hand and I continue my sentence properly. But sometimes I believe that people who come at 5, 6 a.m., on a weekday, I assume you're all, but t- t- ask your neighbor, are you born again? <laughs> Is there anyone who isn't? Are we all born again? You've checked? Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. 
All things have become new. Did you go taller, Pastor Florence, when you got born again? Just, just, just did you grow taller? Can we see your spiritual tallness? Okay, that's good. Pastor Steve, did your hair become, I don't know, platinum when you got born again? Eh, hey, oh no, I want, tell, someone tell me, when you got born again, what changed on the outside? Nothing. So what's this thing which they say all things have become new? <laughs> 1 John 4, 17 says, love has been, ha, Apmo made us remember this, learn it. At worship of Katikati, do you remember? Yes. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. That's the all that has become new. That inside you, you're new. You are as he is right now. Hmm? As he is, so are you right now. The Holy Spirit is in you. He's in you. The Holy Spirit changes your life. The moment you say yes to Jesus, the moment you call him to be your savior, you become born again. In fact, he dwells in you, according to Romans 8, 11. He dwells in you. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells. Like he lives in you, imagine. He has made of you a dwelling place. John 14, 16 to 17 says, And I will pray the Father that he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. Hey! The Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be with you. Are you convinced that you have the Holy Spirit and he's with you? It goes further. Not only does he dwell with you, but you became a son. You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. It's like saying, darling Jesus, Abba. Abba, Father. So now, okay. The Holy Spirit has changed your life and is in you. Yes? There is another level. There are levels. Come on. Upman and Pastor Bithy taught about this. You receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Go and check out MC Live. And you are filled with the Holy Spirit and you speak in tongues. And then he imparts his presence and his gifts. But that is not where it stops. Because many of us are living with comforter. Helper. Oh, my friend. That is not where it stops. I have another question. When you think about God, give me some words that hit you. 
Odom's word for today is fire. Hey, he's seeing fire. I know. Come on now. So when you think of God, uh huh. Badang. Will. Savior. Father. Thunder. Hey. I suspected that when I ask all out here, I was, why shall So I wrote down a few of my own. Father. Lord. Beginning and the end. Light. King of kings. Lord of hosts, Father, most high, all-consuming fire, King, almighty, all-possessing, all-powerful, all-wise, creator, almighty. That is God. Today, I'd like to talk to you about God, the Holy Spirit. That that person who is... Can you Holy Spirit... Can you believe what God did today? <laughs> to your friend, Holy Spirit. I can't believe I'm a Holy Spirit, my friend. Do you understand? Hey, they are telling us about these things of tithe. You understand my things, my friend. Personal friend. that the Holy Spirit is God. Your friend, helper, comforter is almighty. All-possessing, all-powerful, all-wise, creator, almighty. That's the Holy Spirit. God, the Holy Spirit. God, the Holy Spirit. Benny Hinn, I quote, says, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God the Father and the Spirit of God the Son. He is the power of the Godhead, the power of the Trinity. The Holy Spirit is the power of God. So when Abmo says there is a move of the Spirit, he's literally saying God is moving. God is moving. All-consuming fire is moving. Fire is moving. Father is moving. Almighty is moving. Creator is moving. I need you to be aware that that person whom you possess is God. Mm. Because sometimes we like to make the distinction. But the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God the Father and the Spirit of God the Son. He is the power of God. John 14, 16 to 18 says, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper that may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Then he says, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. What does an orphan need? A father. A father. 
We have a father. Parents here, or guardians here, what would you give your child? If you could, what sort of things would you give you? Like you want to give your child a good gift. What would you give your child? Land. Houses. PlayStation. Hey, they're going to give them everything, right? You want to give them the best education. You want, like, you want to take them places. If you could be everywhere with them, you would. Like, make sure you're with them when they go to the toilet. to be okay. You're with them when they're eating. You're with them when they're choosing. You would want to be everywhere with them. And so, what does God do? First of all, he's like, these children who I love, they are sinning, so let me make a covenant with myself to save them. God the Son. He dies. Then he's like, my children who I love, I want to make sure I am with them always. So he multiplies himself in the form of the Holy Spirit so that he can be with us always wherever we go to make sure he's taking care of every single detail. So when you go on evangelism, do you think that God wants you to win? Yes, he goes with you. Yes, everywhere. Luke eleven thirteen. if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The Holy Spirit is a good gift. God has multiplied himself in all of us so he can go with us everywhere to make sure that things are okay. Like, hey, hey, Switzerland is going to such a location. I must make sure I am with her so that the people respond to her, yes, so that she finds the land, yes. So that she can build a building, yes. I'm with her to make sure she has a good marriage. I'm with her to make sure she has provision. I'm with her to make sure she will always be joyful. The Almighty, the All-Powerful, the Creator is with you. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords will never leave you, nor forsake you. He has multiplied Himself and He is with you always. Always. Back to that John 16 verse. Not back. John 16, 12 to 14. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, this verse has come up many times, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you the things to come. Jesus is glorified when the things of God are disclosed, declared, and transmitted to you. Yes, the Holy Spirit is in you and upon you as we are going to see. So that the things of God are disclosed to you. So that the things of God are declared to you. So that the things of God are transmitted to you. What are some of the things of God? Yeah, wealth. Yes, 
wisdom, wealth, healing, power, salvation, disciples, joy. Nations. Jesus is glorified. You have your nations of 20 million. You have your nations of 30. You have. Jesus is glorified. So he's like, look, eh? let me, myself, me God, let me be with these people so that they can get those things. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed, set me apart, consecrated to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty all who are oppressed. Okay, you have the spirit in you who dwells in you and he will never leave you. But you have the spirit upon you for others. Apmos says there can be no revival without the Holy Spirit. And he says he's the neglected member of the Trinity. Like here yeah, you said all these things about him, but your life goes on normally. You're like, hey Jesus, hey God. But Jesus is like, I'm leaving you someone. When someone says I've gone, I've gone, does it mean they are still there? So why aren't we focusing on the one whom they left for us? The help. The one through whom we preach the gospel to the poor. The one through whom we heal the brokenhearted. The one through whom we proclaim liberty to the captives. You need to become aware of what you carry. You have the Holy Spirit upon you. Which means you cannot go out on evangelism and no one gets born again. If you're aware. You see, if I have a revolver in my bag. And someone put it in. And I don't know it's there. If a bad man comes. And pulls out a machete. I'll be so scared. I'll be like, please, what? Because I do not know what I carry. That I can just pull out my revolver and shoot. It's not good to kill people. It's just an example. <laughs> because I'm not aware. That's why you have, you have to be told you have not been given a spirit of fear. You have to be aware that you're bold, you have a sound mind. Yeah, that... I don't care who you are. I'm here to tell you the word of God. God says he loves you. God wants you well. But when you're not aware of what you carry. In September 2020, Apmo told me, watch Benihin. Okay. I think it was one sentence. So I went and I watched Benihin. On like Friday, he asked me, uh -huh, what has come out of watching Benny Hinn? And I said, 
I'm learning to have a keen and radar-like awareness of the Holy Spirit. Hmm? Also receiving impartation. Because, I mean, when I watched, I first thought, eh, maybe there is this hectic musical thing he wants me to learn. And I'm like, this is not it. This is not it. Then I kept watching. I'm like, the man is aware of the Holy Spirit. He is so aware. Later he told us to go and read the anointing. What? Good morning, Holy Spirit. That very Sunday, I got a message from Revma. We were in lockdown. She was at home watching the service online. And she said, I felt the presence of God. So you see, I'm like, oh, it's possible to have a worship set and God comes. Worship leaders, you hear me and you feel me. Here. Because you can go and say, man, that was deep. That transition was hectic. Hey, the way you went from C to E. Uh, and how has your life changed? We must get to a point where we refuse to minister without the Holy Spirit. Where you're like, if you do not go with me, I am not going to do it. Because nations are dependent on it. Okay, so if Revma felt the Holy Spirit at her home, how many other people felt it? How many people got healed? Because I was suddenly aware that without the Holy Spirit, I can't do it. I can't. I can't. Yay, I'm going to finish. So what's God's vision? John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world. What's God's vision? Say again. Acts 1, 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of you see that God's vision is for all Psalm 2 8 says ask of me and I will give you the nations that's God's vision why are we failing to carry it why are we failing to carry it? When God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, he went about doing good and healing all, not some. Like if you were here, everyone in this room and everyone who's watching, all of you would get healed. God's vision is all nations, the world. You know that even if 500 of us said yes to a million disciples, the world would not yet be discipled. That's just 500 million, right? The math is correct. We need more people saying yes to the vision of God. Hmm? Romans 5.5 5 says the love of God has been poured out in our hearts 
by the Holy Spirit who has given to us. The love of God has been poured out into our hearts. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot know the love of God. Without the love of God, you cannot have his vision for nations. You cannot give what you don't have. God loved the world. God is asking us to ask for nations. But we have such a small awareness of the capacity and impact and purpose of his love. That is why we have not invited the Holy Spirit upon us daily. During MC Live, I was so encouraged. Today you can ask. Tomorrow again you ask. The third day again you ask. It's enough. Upon you, upon you, upon you. So that the Holy Spirit pours out his love in your heart and your heart starts to expand from a thousand to five thousand to ten thousand to one million to nations. You're only going to go as far as you allow the Holy Spirit to pour into your heart. The love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. You cannot know the love of God without the Holy Spirit. Who does God love? The world. Who are you being called to love? As long as we ignore the Holy Spirit, as long as we ignore the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, as long as we do not behold His presence, God, the Holy Spirit, nations are far from us. Nations are far from us. What are we going to do? We are going to start cultivating a relationship with the Holy Spirit. How? Through the word and through prayer. Thank you so much. Come on, let's appreciate Pastor Angie. Wow. Come on. Hey, where are you going? The ministry is not finished. What a word. Hey, she left me there at Holy Spirit, my friend. What kumbe is that? <laughs> Fire. <laughs> As you were teaching, God started opening my eyes again to a certain reality. Put out some sound in these monitors. Which is God's strategy. As you continue to teach us about Tehot, the relationship between the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. When you talked about Pastor Ben Hinn's quote, the Holy Spirit is a spirit of God the Father and God the Son. That the way God has set us up to change the world, he, so this is what happens. He first sent his son, Jesus, who would be like anyone else here. Because we are all now what? Sons and daughters of God. Oh, is anyone here who doesn't believe that? So he first sends Jesus, a real person. In fact, Pastor Blessokam, we need an example of a son. 
one of your sons. So he sends his son, Jesus, for purposes of this example, let's assume I'm the father. That's a big assumption, okay? And this is the son. So he sends Jesus, and Jesus is real flesh and blood. Veins, arteries, pulmonary artery, what? Everything. Huh? Cast what? Bicuspid valve, tricuspid valves. He had all that stuff. Claire is looking at me like, what on earth is a tricuspid valve? And so Jesus is exactly like you, like, like a real human being, born, diapers. And then this Jesus, he starts reading the word and finding out his identity that he is God's son not Joseph's son just or Mary's son just he discovers I am God's son so he reads, reads, reads by age 12 he knows everything there is to know about that the word yeah and then he disappears for 18 years. And then at the Jordan, what does the father do? The father pours. Now you are going to be the Holy Spirit in this case because you have been very passionate about the whole thing. The father pours the Holy Spirit upon the son because the Holy Spirit is a gift of the father. He pours the Holy Spirit upon the son so now he's now the spirit of the father and the spirit of the son. And from that point, when the Holy Spirit comes upon flesh, because he's, he became, come back now, scripture. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And then what did he do? He poured the spirit upon the, the, the son and from that point everything you see in Matthew Mark, Luke and John is just a picture of how you and I could live if we understood the father the way Jesus did and received the spirit the way he did. Everything. Yeah. In fact, for a, a, a Christian who understands the Bible like you, the best way to read the Gospels is everywhere they refer to Jesus. That's, you put yourself there. Don't assume you are one of the 5,000 receiving fish and bread. That's a nice one. You could believe God at that level. You know there are levels. You could decide that I need bread and fish and so I'm one of the 5,000. You could even decide that you are the small boy who brought your what? 
your bread and fish, and because I know many preachers have used that scripture as well, for good purposes, by the way, to say, what, what is, what's that you have in your, what's in your hand? Because God can use it to feed a lot of people. You can even decide to be one of the disciples who keeps getting what? Fish and bread and distributing and it's multiplying. Please don't be the fish. Because I thought I had someone over there talking about you can decide to be the fish. That shall be eaten. Can you get for me that verse to be conformed to the image of his dear son? It should be in Romans 8. Conformed to the image of his dear son. I didn't move with my Bible, Romans 8 somewhere. But... Uh-huh, let's read. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be what? Conformed to the image of his disciples, to the image of the young boy with bread, to the image of the woman at the well, to the image of the woman with the issue of blood, To be conformed to what? So when you read the scriptures, see yourself as the one who is saying, who has five loaves here? And then you, you create a party. See yourself as the one who goes to the wedding and they say, we no longer have drinks. You are like, bring water from the tap. Why are people not seeing this? It, it's because you don't know, you don't know the power you carry. That's why it's seeming impossible. You're like me, poor me. Consider yourself to be the one for whom the woman with the issue of blood is coming through the crowd to touch your dress. You are not the woman with the issue of blood. You are the one that they are touching. Because that's what Jesus is in the story. What other story intrigues you in the Bible where we need to put Jesus there? Wow, this is what you've been going through. I'm hearing chorus answers. The, The man at the pool of Bethesda. 38 years. You are not the one trying to get in the water. You are the one passing through and saying, pick up your bed and walk. That's the proper positioning of a believer in the gospel text. That's why there is going to be a resurrection. Because in the gospel text, who gets resurrected? So what this anointed woman of God has been telling us is Gundi. Positioning. That's, that's what gives you nations. Give me that ask of me. 
nations scripture. It's in Psalm 2. What? Let me show you something there that you probably are not seeing. Bring it out. Now give me Psalm 2, 7 first. Because without 7, 8 doesn't make sense. I will declare the decree. The Lord has said to me, uh huh. Today I have begotten. Are there any people here who are born again? That's when verse 8 makes sense. Otherwise, you keep talking about verse 8 without verse 7. Ask of me, now that you know you're a son. I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. The father expects, do you think the father expects Jesus to ask for a plot of land in Chitukutwe? No. He's like, I can't pour my spirit upon you to that degree to just, that's why all these other things, bread, what, extend the party, they are just little, little expressions of what's there. But the real thing, the real inheritance, you see, the wine at the wedding is not an inheritance. Walking on water is not an inheritance. Feeding 5,000 people is not an inheritance. Those are just resource resources that are available to him. And therefore to you. He says, my son, how, how have I begotten you? By the, the Spirit bears witness. The Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children... Next verse. What's going on? And if children, then what? Heirs. Heirs of God. Joint heirs, we? Christ. And if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified? Together. You see, if you have two goats, two goats, and two children, two sons. You, you cannot be writing the will and giving the sons and the goats the same stuff. Because they are primarily very different. Mbu, Mbu, Nandi, and this chicken, you are now joint, you are joint heirs to the Biamanzi to the Biamanzi estate. You cannot do that. By the time they make you a joint heir, it means you have been begotten, appointed, anointed, so that you are at the same level as the one. You can't be joint heirs with someone when you are a minority something. Now, if we are joint heirs, with Christ what is the inheritance 
What is the inheritance? I, why are people pretending to not uh, know, know English? What is the inheritance? Is it is it clothes? Cars? You are as I talk now, you are in the will of God. They wrote you in the will. God God is like uh, Jesus nations, roots nations, B3 nations, the no nations. Now, you, you want a car. Do you realize that it is impossible to have nations and not have a car? Start praying in the spirit. Come on. Start praying with understanding now that you know what the program is. Now that you know what heaven's agenda is and what heaven wishes to give you, to give you, start praying with that knowledge. My daughter, my son, my daughter, ask of me. The ask of me, ask of me. for your word that has come powerfully to us this morning about who and what we possess in our comfort our helper Holy Spirit Holy Spirit we receive you this morning as God thank you start opening our hearts to the nations, to nations, to nations, to nations. 
that we will quit the small things that we've minded all our lives and lift our eyes and see that the harvest is plenty but the laborers are few. We bless you, we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Can you hear me appreciate Pastor Angie one more time? Hey. Wow. So God bless you as you continue with your day, as you continue in prayer, as you go to work, wherever you are, may God bless you abundantly. Remember who you carry and for what purpose? Who do you carry? The Holy Spirit. What's the purpose? Nations. And Jesus was given as the example of what happens when a person is filled with the Holy Spirit. They disciple people who disciple people who disciple people until nations are one. That's what happens. God bless you so much. Thank you for joining us this morning. See you at 12.30 p.m. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.